Starks in the fourth row, back and in person this time. Uh, it's Thanksgiving, the dog and I are in Bedford, and we couldn't help but just take an hour to, uh, not get away from family, but pause family time to, to get an extra pot in. Uh, dog, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, gobble, gobble. And today we are talking about trip artists who we consider to be triple threats. Yeah, so I, I guess the idea stems from, you know, diversification, diversifying your bonds. You've got to. As Wu, if Wu Tang taught us nothing, yeah, Wu Tang, Wu Tang Financial, uh, <laughs> you and your kids. Uh, no, but that's, essentially, we wanted to get into um, artists who are able to artists who have the ability to do just more than one thing with their career. So they have three or more distinguishable career avenues. So how did we say it first? We said. Yes, I don't know if we have to say it exactly like we were saying in pre in in, in the pre-recording, but I think people understand. You, you, they're not just actors. They're not just singers. They're not just sport people. They're not just writers. They're not just athletes. Whatever they they have multifaceted capabilities, and they're good at all, at either three or more of those things. So popular artists who at least have three career titles that are. Within that, the mainstream. That is how we said it in pre-production. Thank it you. sounds so much better. It's worth it. Yeah. So anyways, you know, these days, you know, you kind of have to... I mean, there are artists who, and actors and, and people who just stay in, quote-unquote, stay in their lane, like the, you know, the Tom Cruises who are just going to do action movies mm-hmm. or whatever and just be that guy. But I think if, uh, if you want to be taken seriously, you really need to be... Uh, especially in Hollywood. I mean, you need to be a workhorse like my... I take Tom Cruise very seriously. I, I know what you mean. I mean, now. he kind of is. I guess he is a workhorse in a different sense. But I mean, I think the... <laughs> I think in terms of value, you need to be able to... Like if you're pitching... If you want to be a, a, a prominent star and have something unique, you need to be able to like, you know, be behind it fully. Or, you know, you need to be able to... Involved in the writing process and the producing process and... Uh, you don't have to be, but I mean, it helps in order to, in order to, to back your. Product. I think it, I think when I went into this, when you kind of came up with this idea, I thought that we're thinking of artists who are impressive because they're not only good at one. Like, why was Bo Jackson so impressive in sports? Because not only was he good at a professional football player, but he's a professional baseball player. Why are some of these artists that we're going to be talking today so impressive? Because you know they're not only just they don't have just one lane. They're very good in multiple lanes. And I think that that's impressive. What, what do we got here for time? Three minutes in, I'm going to already bring up Leo. I would not consider Leo a triple threat. I think that he is a great actor, but I think that that's his only lane. Yep. Uh, so as impressive as, as impressed as we are with him, he would not be considered someone that I would consider to be a triple threat. Agreed? Yeah, I guess I would agree. Um, I don't think, yeah, it's not like I know anything that he's directed or written or yeah he's he's a, he's an actor but it's still impressive it's no less impressive it's this is just other people who dip into different avenues and they can pull it off um so i think what the the, the way that we set this up i think we were originally going to do a top five i don't think the more we talked about in our pre-production i don't think that we can necessarily say that this is definitively our top five mm-hmm. so i think dog and i are just going to talk about five actors that we're both actors actresses artists i shouldn't even say actors because there's you'll see there'll, there'll be a few that that aren't even on film um and just kind of go back and forth and, and explain what their three avenues are talk a little bit about them and then, dog, I, as always, have a few honorable mentions at the end that we can kind of discuss. Are they triple threats or are they borderline or do they, is, there triple, is their third threat not even that threatening and so on? So why don't you start us off with one of your artists? No, I, I, yeah, I, I, for me, this is the guy who defines a triple threat for me. Okay. Um, it is Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Ah, all right. So, so he... I mean, he does more than just three. He is an an actor. He's a writer. He wrote for Thirty Rock as well as Community. Um, he as Childish Gambino. He does hip hop, electronic stuff. His last album was uh, like soul and funk. Mm-hmm. Um, diversity just within his his different art forms. I mean, and then he's he's also a stand up comic. Mm-hmm. Um, he does stand up, um, but also you know. 
I, I think his, but his most prominent career is almost as a writer. Um, and then as a musician, which I think as, as a, as a popular figure is kind of rare to be, you know, and I guess Tina Fey, you know, is, is kind of that, um, it, it, you know, known for her writing abilities or something, you know? Okay. So I definitely didn't but, have either one of those people on my list. So I think, I think that there's going to be so much that we miss here because the more we talk about it and like the more we were talking. So just before we started recording, <coughs> we were letting, you know, de- my dad and Ross in on, on what the topic was. And they were coming up with stuff that after a couple hours of thinking of this topic, I didn't even think about them. So there's so many ones that we're going to miss. But so Childish Gambino was your first. And as you were starting to talk about them, you thought about Tina Fey. Like, there's well, just... Because she, I mean, game recognizes game. Like, she saw, she as a writer for SNL, you know, 30 Rock is was essentially about writers, mm-hmm. um, the writer's room in a live action, you know, like the SNL writer's room. So anyways... He was uh, one of the original writers for that, and she saw that in him. He then went on to do Community, and he's, he's been a part of a lot of other stuff. Um, but again, his his ability to to make himself prominent as Childish Gambino, like, it's arguable. Some people know him better as Childish Gambino. Some people know him better as Donald Glover, Donald Glover, uh, however you pronounce his first name. Um so do you, do you think and he's in, he's got that show Atlanta right Have you yeah ever... Atlanta exactly yeah. yeah and that's you know he's and so, that's that's diversity within his acting that's not comedy to me because he has two names I almost think of him and I know he's the same person going into this this isn't anything mm-hmm. I but I almost see him as two different characters so when he's rapping I have a different picture of him in my mind even though it's the same face mm-hmm. of his style than when I see him on Atlanta or as I see him acting. Absolutely. So why I think this is such an interesting way to start out is because I'm a huge fan of his, of him in general. I think he's he's really just quite talented. Uh, I'm not a fan of his comedy though. Like I'm not a fan of Community. I'm not a fan of his stand-ups. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of his music though. Huge fan of his music. And I'm as an actor, I like seeing him acting. Things like Atlanta is great. Um, and I think you know he ha- is clever, of course, as a writer, but. But I don't find him his comedy. I don't think it, for me is is accessible at all. Or is is not for me. Um, that, that's okay. But he still is. You would say that other people would pay tickets to go see his stand up and like recognize that that is a talent of his. I don't oh, think with all of these things, absolutely. there's definitely going to be a ranking of which of their talents are better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, just looking at my list, there's absolutely. And, and some some of the stuff that I know that they do, I don't. I haven't even you know dove into that part of their career before. So I think it's okay not to like, especially. I know this isn't number five for you, but there it's it's rare where they're good at all three. I think the double threat is a lot more something that that they can pull off a lot better than the triple threat. That's why it's impressive that they even you know try it, uh-huh. try, try that third thing. And even if we don't like it, that doesn't define their success in it other people might and you know if they can fill out an arena based off of you know there, there's only your name will only get you so far there I think has to be a little bit of talent i think it that. only speaks to his ability to c- connect with different audiences though that's why as an artist i respect him so much is yeah. you know I, I just because i can't connect with something doesn't mean i don't respect that artist like mm-hmm. there's radiohead albums that i don't you know necessarily right. love like, but it, but that doesn't mean that, that I, I respect it so much. And I think this is what I want to get into with triple threats is like how much it, like it takes to the, to be successful in three different facets of popular culture, which I think it takes a special person. And I think he is a special person. No, no doubt. Um, and yeah. If you listen to in his music, again, the diversity within his acting, the diversity within his music, I think it. It's a great way to start. Um, who was on the top of your list, I guess, to get into yours? Not top. I mean, again, like I, I really had trouble or, uh, like organizing these things. But I'm gonna, I'll start off with, with a guy who's a rapper as well. Uh, and he's kind of faded. But I, 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 for anyone who's 30 or younger listening to this, to understand the, the star level of Puff Daddy Sean Combs and the multifaceted stuff that he that he's brought to the entertainment industry Interesting. makes him makes him a triple threat. I think the thing that he is best at is the thing that he's probably least known for and that's producing. Yeah. Producing music, uh, producing reality TV shows. Remember making the band, remember yeah. that or, or Can I Work for Diddy or something like yeah. that? Like all those things were entertaining and 
yeah, sure, he was a character on those on those reality TV shows, but he was also coming up with these ideas and producing them as as an entertainment, as building off of the entertainment. With Puffy, the reason I had him so low. So all the other two things: he's a producer, a raptor, a rapper, and an actor. Not a not a dinosaur, a rapper, not a raptor. Uh, and a rapist. So, a rapist. The thing that the full on rapist. <laughs> The thing that I saw with Diddy, though, is that he's always kind of, he takes an idea and makes it better. The man invented the remix. <laughs> he, he, his original stuff isn't always great, but he sees an idea and he jumps on it. So, for instance, his rap career, I think he has B.I.G. to thank for. He was kind of like Biggie's, Biggie was Batman, he was Robin. I mean, you could argue that he capitalized on Biggie's death. You could, I think, I think you'd have a good point there. So he kind of piggybacked on that. Mm-hmm. As uh, as a as an actor, he's he mainly just stars as like a cameo. So yeah. like get him to the Greek. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's was on Sunny. Yeah. 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 He's been on a bunch of different things, uh, but kind of just piggyback. And the same thing I can say about his reality TV shows. Like he's like okay, I see like real world, or I see like making the band with like there was like a making a females band or mm-hmm. like a ma- yeah yeah I know I know the. Uh... Yeah, right. So he kind of just like, oh, well, Diddy can do it, and then so he just sees an idea and makes it better. That's why, I th- that's why it's so funny when I think he invented the remix. Someone else will make the song. He'll just make a bump and remix. I to mean, it. he didn't even invent the remix. That's a <laughs> ridiculous claim. That's an so he was the second person to probably say that he invented the and remix. He, he's he's the best at taking someone else's idea and then making it making profit off it essentially i mean there's a talent in that clearly sure he's got an eye for it i mean he's a great agent he's a great producer but no i think that's a great as an interesting choice i i thought you were gonna go when you said rapper i thought you're gonna go ludicrous oh right well. off the bat because you're such a huge fast and furious yeah luda's not my favorite character on those fast and furious but he's hard to even consider an actor like yeah yeah it is he's just, does he go by chris bridges when he's acting oh, or is it ludicrous? no it's luda it's luda uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up about Puffy before we go on to the next person was that he is, and and this can be said about pretty much everyone on our list that we're going to be talking about, he's an entrepreneur. He mm-hmm. has the Ciroc vodka mm-hmm. and the drinks and stuff, and he dips, if you look at like random, I was in an airport recently, and like if you look at like random billboards, like there's these actors and artists that are behind certain products um, that I think you can just say that about everyone, it, especially today, everyone's got a brand and they're selling that brand. So if you go to their Wikipedia, everyone, almost everyone is considered a quote-unquote entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I, I tried to steer away from my picks having like a business person be part of their entrepreneurship. Sure, that's almost inherent. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays it's just, yeah, obvious. All right, so who's who's your next person? As you can hear, some jingle jangle around here. Mookie's around here too, so... He was one of the original dogs on the podcast, so we let him we let him join in our he's live one, show. He's today. one of the boys. Um, Tim just took his collar off, so you, you'll, you'll probably still hear him. Anyways, dog, what was your next one? What, what I guess carrying off of the the comedy for me, carrying off of comedy. Um, uh, I, I my choice is Amy Poehler. Uh, so I think Amy Poehler is a real workhorse and is. Is uh, she is so her three her she's a triple threat in that she is an actor, uh, she's a writer and she's an author. Um, oh, nice! So yeah, I'm pretty sure she's directed a few episodes here and there, but um, she so writer. You're saying not in the sense so of she's a book. A, she's a she's a writer for sketch comedy. She, so yeah, so, so just so, want to distinguish between a writer and the yeah and an author. No, I think that's important for sure. No, a writer, so like a writer for, like she definitely wrote on SNL, Mm -hmm. um, and then wrote for Parks and Recreation, and started it in it as well, Um, but being an author, I I think that there's different talents, it's like, it's like some comedian, she doesn't have a stand-up, although she was in an improv troupe for a long time, um, she doesn't have a stand-up, like I wouldn't, like stand-up is a different art than, which requires writing. Um, but writing for a TV show, I think, yeah, that's it. So how would you make that distinguish that distinction between a writer, like an author? Okay. That implies you've authored a book or like, yeah. So I think an author published knows how to make something come alive on an actual like in an actual book imagery. Yeah. So, and then a writer is something that they are, 
it might not seem funny on paper, but if you know you have Will Ferrell and a scriptwriter, right? A scriptwriter, you can write a, something a, to a someone's author. talents that you know is going to come alive on screen, as opposed to writing something in a book where people are making their own imagery. That's two different talents. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so she, Amy Poehler, is again just constantly making her own paving, making her own way. Which I, I love people who who write and direct and are, who are passionate about their projects. And who know, you know, you know what it takes essentially to, because when you see Amy Poehler in a lot of her interviews, she's just, she's real and she's, she's smart and she's tough. Like, I mean, she's very humble and, and gracious and, and funny still, but, um, you could just see the drive in her, mm. I think. And, uh, and it comes through in her work too. I mean, it, and it's also come through in all the misses she's had, cause she's had a lot of misses with. You know, she can't quite break into the the, the uh, movie scene, like the Hollywood. Like she's done, she's had a bunch of movies with uh, Tina Fey, sure, but none of them really hit. Oh, Baby know? Mama was good, but I wouldn't consider her the lead role. I, I thought that's what you're going. Like she's never been like the star in a movie, right? Or like, well, some of her act is never. She, yeah, right. She's never translated. Like, what could you name a single one of her characters in a movie? You I know mean, what I mean. I know Leslie Nope. I mean, she was well, actually. I saw her, she was in Blades of Glory, which I rewatched recently. Oh yeah, yeah. It was actually her and Will married, Arnett, yeah, right? who yeah. were married and are now divorced, but very funny. Uh, Weren't they like brother sister? They're, they're brother and sister, but there's like some incestuous vibes. You know, they're they're figure skating partners, so yeah. they're very close. And but uh, with her, I think she started out her career closer to a Rachel Dretch, and she's now ended her career, not ending, but continuing on her career, and she's closer to a Tina Fey. Yeah, well, I mean, she, I mean, we'll distinguish between the two. So I think she was just kind of a side character on SNL and someone that yeah, that yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if I was going to do the male comparison, it would be the 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 span would be Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell. Yeah, they were kind of all package deal, but clearly Will Ferrell went on to have an unreal right, career. Tina right. Fey is that person who went to have an unreal, like a crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel Dretch is really just known for her SNL, you know, her side cameos. Characters. She's a yeah. cameo artist. And I, yeah. I bucketed, right? I bucketed. Um, I keep calling her Leslie Nope, but Amy Poehler as closer to Rachel Dretch when she first came out. But now that she's kind of, you know, grinded, like you said, just put herself out there and worked hard. And well, she also found that. I mean, Matt, my roommate, was watching, and we were watching uh, Parks and Rec again recently. Amy uh, Leslie Nope is a brilliant character. Yeah. That she 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 caught something there. And then I, I think that's what she'll always be known great. as too, or, or like that's her, like a yeah. Michael Scott role. Like you she know. did. So her and Nick Offerman went on to do a reality TV show. At, well, it's, it was not less. Re, it was less reality. It was like a a crafting show where they they got artists to come together and do crafting. It yeah. was very like. So, anyways, she's she's working. She's working hard. Yeah. Um. But no, I she I and again to to piggyback after after Donald Glover a lot of. Uh, comedians can then take it translated into an actor. So, like you said, the double the double threat is 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 pretty common. But I think it's that that extra being able to write or being able to direct that really kind of makes someone unique yeah. and special. No, and, and not not everyone's going to be an author. Like I think, and especially with Saturday Night Live. I mean, I hope these people aren't on your list, but like an Adam Sandler type. Like I mean, just to go from one to the to the next. Like so, go from sketch and writing to actor i think is a very common path for a lot of the saturday night live guys but she's adding that element of of being an author right that, that makes her the triple threat that separates her from most of the cast members on snl so mm-hmm. though adam sandler i guess you could consider a triple threat because he's got like the music aspect of it but that's kind of all within his comedy he he's never come had... out with like a rock concert. no no it's like his music is part of his comedy exactly and comedy is a part of his music it, yeah yeah so all right, so who's next on your list? Okay, so let's see. I have this guy, and when we were doing the ranking, he ranked as high as first and as low as fourth, but his third one isn't strong enough for him to be like that triple threat. Again, no ranking here, but I have Jared Leto as one of my triple threats. You love Jared Leto. I do. I love mainly, I think, even though he is an Oscar-winning actor, I think I like him for 30 Seconds to Mars better than anything that's it that, that doesn't done. surprise me how many times did you see in 30 seconds to mars <sighs> three two? and 
Yeah, two is an opener and one is the main stage. The guy's a fuck. He was he's a rock star. He's a showman. He's yeah. a rock star above anything else. He's a rock I've, star. I've seen them before as well. They opened up for Audio Slave and they were awesome. He was he's walking through. It was on Halloween night when I was in high school and he walked through the crowd with his you know his face painted and it was it was awesome. No, he was a, he's a showman and he knows how to he knows how to. He knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to work a crowd. He's got the it factor. Your your eye is drawn to him in anything that he's done, whether that's a that's like a arbitrary character in Fight Club, or if he's the <laughs> if he's the main character in say, oh War Dogs or it's not War Dogs, uh, the with Nick Cage. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he's a the gun movie where he's like a gun salesman. Anyways, okay, he's got a main role. In it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, da- Dallas Lord Buyers Club. I guess McConaughey was the lead role, but anyways, he he's he has Re- the it Requiem factor. for a Dream. Requiem right? for a Dream, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he's going to be in the the new Gucci film. He was just in one with Denzel and Remy Malek. Um, he and he stole the show there. So let me ask you, what's number three? His number three. That was that's the reason why he's he is. You could throw the entrepreneur on it. He's into politics and everything like that. Would save. But what what I had listed, and I had to, I, I was kind of making him a triple threat because I was just looking at his IMD or his um, Wikipedia page. I guess he does some side directing too, so he does some direct. He's a director as well. Yeah. So he's he's. But we're talking about mainstream professions. Okay. So uh, but, but so some of the stuff that he's some of the stuff that he's doing is not out yet. So I think between the political activism that he has and the directing, that's kind of half and half that I kind of combined. That's why I had him. I like him so much. I had him as number one. But his third his third attribute is just not as strong. Uh, Mookie disagrees with me too here. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Jared Leto is, is a triple threat. I mean, maybe once he comes out with something else. But I, I, that's surprising that... I, I think he just wanted to talk about Jared Leto. Uh, yeah, you might have me there. But... <laughs> Technically, he's at three. He has three things, at least three things that he's pursued. The guy's actually he still looks wicked young, but he's been around forever. Like when was that? When was that concert that you? Uh, I was it was probably two thousand and five because mom and dad had to drive me and my friends to an Audio Slave. It was it was thirty seconds smart see there an Audio Slave. That sounds right. I saw the same. I saw the same concert only down in Hartford when yeah. I was at Fairfield. It was sick. And yeah, it was. He was awesome. He came through the crowd. He was great. Yeah. Um, all right. So one that I brought up, debatable. I get it. Debatable triple threat. But he's staying on my list because I, I have faith in what his what he's pursuing now, and he's going to be good in it because he's been good at everything else he's tried. All right. So move, moving on, I think that I think that I switch it up a little bit and get away from comedy and I'm actually audibling a little bit here, um, just because I talked myself into it. So Lady Gaga is actually one that I just want to talk about um, because she has recently made this transition at, into acting and you'd mentioned the Gucci film um, but also she she has got some some momentum right now with acting after stars born I mean obviously she's she's always been a, a, an artist a musical artist who's prominent but I, I I think the most what I really wanted to bring up here is, she, her third triple as a triple threat is she's a philanthropist. So she she's a person right now who is uh, on the forefront of of kind of making mental health, um, pushing forth mental health awareness. And I think she does that in her music, in her uh, her acting, and then in her her personal life too. But she's she makes big strides, and I think you know it's taken some. And I'm not. This isn't coming from a person who's like a huge Lady Gaga fan. Yeah. I just think that I'm observing her career right now, and I think that she is a person to bring up currently because right now she's dabbling in all this different stuff that, I, and I didn't necessarily think that I was going to uh, find it accessible or, or or think that she. You know, I thought it was just gonna be like a one and done Eminem type of thing mm. where she does like a star is born was like made for her and then that's it. But it seems like she's, she's taken off a little bit in yeah in ter- no, outside of music. I, and, I would even add one more level of fashion icon. Well, I mean, that's maybe another level. Like yeah. she does the fashion stuff, but she was also when she, the way that she came up, she was writing and producing music for Britney Spears, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera. 
And I think that she kind of makes reference to that in Star is Born that, oh, you know, they said I could be a star, but my nose is is too is too off or it's too big. And I think that that's really some of her, much like an Eminem's kind of telling his right. story. An eight mile, right. She's kind of alluding to that. It's not as obvious as, as Eminem was or as well, Marshall no, Mathers was. But she was, also but... has dealt with the mental health issues sure. that you know, Bradley Cooper went through in the movie. And, you know, I think, well, that's why it's such an amazing comparison to Eight Mile is, is mm-hmm. Eminem. But, but no, but she seems to be going and... Um, going forth outside of acting roles that are, you know, just her eight mile or her star is born. Um, like with this Gucci and, and, and she's, she's taking to it too. Um, but I, I think the strides that she's made as again, a philanthropist and as a, a an advocate, um, I think is almost as big and as important. What? Go for it. What you uh, no, every time you say the word philanthropist, I just think of the stupid full on, sunny. <laughs> I'm a full, full on rapist. Uh, you're what? <laughs> a a, a full philanthropist. Oh, philanthropist. No, that's why I'm smiling. Not not at you. But but no, I mean she's she's clearly you know as she is like Donald Glover in terms for other artists in terms of he was writing the jokes and they were performing them on screen, whereas she was writing the music and then Britney Spears would perform it. So she's a writer in that aspect too, mm. or a producer. Yeah. Um. So no, but I think the. Her, right now, as a her t- big triple threats: music, acting, and then in social awareness or philanthropy. Or, uh, philanthropy, <clears throat> right? Yeah, no, that's definitely a good one. I didn't even have that on here. There's going to be so many that we miss, but right. all right. Next one for me, uh, another female artist um, that again, not a huge fan of, but have to tip my cap to to this person. She, again, another person who's just been around since the early '90s, um, Jennifer Lopez. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's like one of the original triple threats. Yes, you know. So she, she came into the the way that she got famous, and I was kind of having a fun just looking at her Wikipedia page with all the opportunities that she had in the early '90s as a dancer. Was it in Living Color? She was a fly girl on yeah. In Living Color. Yeah, that's for right. some reason, and this wasn't in her Wikipedia page, but I thought she was a Laker girl for a little bit too. But maybe I'm thinking of like Paula Paul Abdul, Abdul or something. That's what yeah. Of, yeah. But anyway, so she was like a big time dancer. Like mm-hmm. she was being recruited for Janet Jackson vid- music videos. Um, they were they were thinking to the point of making the Fly Girls a from In Living Color after In Living Color was down. A producer wanted to get them together to rival the Spice Girls. They were going to be the American Spice Girls, mm. but it just ended up falling through. But their dancing was more rather than their singing was more of the focus. Mm-hmm. Then she goes from dancing to acting. I thought she went from dancing to singing. She was she played Selena in uh, the biopic for Selena, mm-hmm. um, and was the first woman to clear a million dollars on on stage. She was the first woman to make a million dollars for her for her role as Selena, hmm. which I thought that was shocking too. But I guess early nineties. I'm trying to think of a Madonna film that would have like a Vita. Like, well, Avita was Selena. way after 93. Uh, 93? Oh, shoot. That's yeah, or 94, that's yeah. I guess that is pretty early. So she gets into acting. She gets into acting. Uh, she does Anaconda. She <laughs> does yep, yep, um, yep. Mother-in-Law or Monster-in-Law or something like that. And then and then she really, which I thought was all after her musical career, but then she gets into music. 98, probably. Yeah, Love Don't Cost a Thing. She's Waiting got a bunch of ones. Tonight. Yep. Whoa. Best music video ever. Sick. Yeah. Uh, Fun the, fact: She the, so the lasers in that music video were actually real lasers, and she got burned by one of them. No, the making I look it up. Well, then <laughs> I'm serious. She got burned by one of like the. That's the back lighting. when they used when lasers were lasers, the, man. <laughs> no, the lighting. Some, somehow she got burned by like the lighting or something like that. I remember. So I remember when MTV had making of the video like that was yeah I think one of them. So. So Anyways. normally I wouldn't for especially for a female pop artist I wouldn't consider singing and dancing to be two threats. No, but she had a prominent career as a dancer. Yes, like in a popular one. Like yes, right. Like I'm not giving Britney Spears the dancing nod because that just kind of goes nowadays right or wrong. It just goes with the it goes with the landscape of being a pop artist. You have to be able to dance, pretty much, right? So. So for her, it was her. She was a professional dancer first and foremost, then an actress, 
and then a um, then a singer. And then now she's going back into acting. Now she's going back into singing. She was on the AMAs the other night, and she just seemingly has no, you know, no stop. No yeah, st- no, no. She's definitely <laughs> where's the roof? Where's the roof? <laughs> she she certainly you know, <laughs> dabbles in a lot of different things. But I mean, also again, as I said before. The business aspect of it too. I mean, I think she makes half of her wealth through, you know, skin she products. She like a cologne and, that like a right. lot of girls really liked. I'm pretty sure I dated a girl who wore that, and I was like, it's a very distinct smell. I'm convinced too that she her relationships are something that she is very that her publicist sets right, up. Right, right. Like for People magazine. Yes. Yeah. P Diddy, another one that we mentioned earlier. Mark Anthony, you know, there, Ben Affleck. There's no mistakes when it comes to who she's dating. Right, right. So I think that that's part of the celebrity. I don't know if she has like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to say whether these relationships are legitimate or not. Who knows? But you're, you're waiting in the checkout if line. you're always dating celebrities, I mean, who knows? If she's a tabloid. Upper... She's made herself a tabloid queen. Right, right. When you're in, yeah. She likes the, the being in the, the, you know, the, what, what's those X Factor shows and stuff like that? Was she, well, maybe I'm getting her mixed up with Christina Aguilera, but I thought she was in like the X Factor. So it was like sure. a judge. Yeah. Whatever. She's, she's staying in the line. She's trying to she, stay relevant. She's professional right. at staying, at staying relevant and she's been doing it for 30 years and she still looks like she's in her twenties. Like she's, you know, it's impressive. So I had definitely had trouble staying away from comics clearly, <laughs> clearly. Uh, so, uh, my next one up, but because I feel like comedy is an essential aspect of being accessible or like being like you got to be able to do a little bit of comedy unless you're just going to be a bad guy the whole time. Anyways, leading into my next pick, Jamie Foxx. The guy is a crazy talent across the board. I mean, going Easy. from In Living Color. If uh, this if this wasn't such an obvious pick, I think it should be number one on both right, of our lists. Right. He's, I mean, the, the talent this guy as a comedian, as an actor, as a... A vocalist and as a uh, a music musician. Uh, um, There's nothing the guy can't do. I think this guy's a I as an impersonator. Yeah, as, as a, an impressionist. Impressionist. Yeah. Yes. The guy is. He is an incredible entertainer across the board. You give. There's nothing he can't do. Yeah. There's nothing. Django Unchained is one of my top five all all time favorite movies. He's incredible in it. Um. But yeah. The the. Uh, you know, if, if if you watch just some of his chops again, as we said, as an as, as an impressionist, mm-hmm. the guy is just rub. His face is rubber. His voice is rubber, like Jim Carrey almost. Like to it, he he in, encapsulates these people. Like his impersonation of Ray Charles mm. in the movie Ray is it. That's a it, a triple threat in one movie. He's acting. He's singing. He sings all of that, mm-hmm. much like Jim Morrison and or uh, Val Kilmer in The Doors. Yep. Uh, he's singing all of that stuff um, on top of oh God, learning the mannerisms so acutely. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Like with the rubber face, I never the movie that I was thinking. You're, you've seen Booty Call before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he is, his face is rubber in that. It is so funny. Well, you know, if you watch, uh, I wa- recently watched Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, the Jerry Seinfeld one with. With the episode with him and J- Jamie Foxx, he's just rifling through all these famous actors. He's doing Robert Downey Jr. He's doing uh, Quentin Tarantino. He's doing all these different. Well, people. he's worked with all those people. He's yeah. doing LeBron he's... with his face. He's like, you know what I mean? He's he does everybody. But that's again, that's it's hard. The guy is so crazy talented. It's hard to just pick one thing. Yeah, that he's like he's particularly good because man, his voice is velvet. Like, you know, like, the guy can sing. He hasn't come out with, like, I can't say any music, especially since, like, Gold Digger with Kanye, um, which was, you know, He had Blame It with T-Pain. But that's why I I refer to him as a vocalist. Yeah. um, Because he's not necessarily, like, a... a... Well, in some of his stand-up, too, he would, before he had albums, like, before he had... You know, actual musical albums. He would he would be on the piano and be making he bring the music into his comedy too. But you could tell he had chops when he was doing. Oh that. no, he's like crooning. He can croon. Oh man, can croon. I love a cro- dog. Always loves a crooner. Yeah, the guy can croon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's got me all he's got me all worked up. In fact, <coughs> I could use a little cool down with a little polar <laughs> seltzer here. Well placed, homie. Uh, the this actually, I'm glad you went. I'll just transfer right into my next guy because. As you're saying this too, 
Jamie Foxx is also in 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 any given Sunday. I believe him as an athlete. Like I believe that like if he actually probably yes. tried, yes. that he could probably make a D one football team yes. maybe in his day. So another guy that I have is an athlete, or two guys actually. Yeah. I have a tie here because they're on the same career paths that are athletes first and then went into other stuff was The Rock and John Cena. Yeah, I, I thought about Cena. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think The Rock is seen as, as he's a little bit... The Rock, the Cena is trying to become The Rock, essentially. Yes, but, he's so, using that formula. So I have two of their three, their three triple threats are obviously the same. We have the WWE superstar that, that, that both of them are. They both, were. That no longer, neither of them are a part of the WWE anymore. No, but they come back for like WrestleManias and the pay-per-views. Like they're still available for those. Like the Rock, Cena within the last year was in was on the uh, WrestleMania, and then the Rock I think was like three years ago. I think they actually fought each other. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. This isn't this isn't like Jared Leto where you're just completely stretched. What? But these guys are WWE stars before anything. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I said I allow it. Allow them to be WWE right, superstars. I'll allow them to be triple threats. So we got all right. Third. Okay. A WWE superstars, they're both actors, and then I think that from there they go separately. So The Rock is, um, he was an athlete. He played for the University of Miami, so he was a football player before anything. Um, and he's also a producer, so he's on. he has the, the ballers on HBO. So he's actually, I, I'll give him four, two obviously which are stronger than, than others, but he's basically like the most... He's one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood right mm-hmm. now. Um, he's also, there's always the rumor that he's going to dabble in politics and run for president one oh, day. So, wow. I, like, I wouldn't be surprised. If Arnold Schwarzenegger can be the governor of California, yeah. if the Rock, Rock, if you're Fucking listening man. right now, Dwayne, if you're listening right now, I I guess I technically live in Maine, but I hope that you become the governor of New Hampshire or whatever. Wherever you want. Like, I think he could. If, if Arnold could do it, he could do it. He could definitely get in the... Po- I mean, Jesse Ventura. I mean... Jesse Ventura. I mean, at least. <laughs> that's the I better... Mean, for fuck's that's sake, the better role. just had Donald Trump as a motherfucking president. Like, Hey. Anyways, there's there's rumors. He's got my vote. Just be, just because I'm afraid of getting the people's elbow if, if I don't vote for him. Uh, I think... C- Cena, X, his third attribute is he's a rapper. He was a rapper in 2000. So, do you know his entrance music, You Can't See Me? Yeah. That was the name of his 2005 oh album, my You Can't God. See Me. I didn't say he has to be good. Yeah. I didn't say, but that is I his sold albums. His and, third would have been The Philanthropist for me. Like, he's always. Yeah, yeah. He no, I saw that in his. Yep. constantly going to see kids and granting wish it, make a wishes and. And I'm pretty sure there's a Cena Foundation. Yep, there is a Cena Foundation. The guy, the guy does a lot of good. He does. He, he. You're right. And this, that, that probably should be his third thing. He's much better yeah, at that than that rapping. rapping. Good lord. But I, I just see those. Those. Uh, everyone has a charity. Everyone has. But how maybe, much effort do you put into it? You don't just throw money into the guy. Shows up. What is Cena's thing? It's the Cena Cena Foundation or Cena's I think kids? It's, yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's, you're right. You're right. But it's, it's just kind of funny to think of like this. You know this WWE star. Think about me as a kid. If Goldberg would have come see me, or you know, true, yeah, it would have been huge. It would have been really important. And like, okay, perfect. A big you're deal. making you're like, making my case for me. Cena, no, we'll I give him the philanthropy. I think it's too. really. I think he does a lot of really good. And it's not again. It's not just throwing money at something. It's showing up. Yes, and, and he was. It. What I was uh, surprised to see that he was also very involved in the Black Lives Matter campaign too. He donated a hundred or a million dollars to the cause and was a very active member of that huh. as well. So I didn't realize that. Hmm. Um, he was, yeah. So he's another guy who I think right now who's just much like J Lo is trying to get himself desperately into the limelight. I think yeah. he married um, one of the Bella twins from WWE and oh, like yeah. they had their whole reality thing going. So well, he's, he's he's trying to be. So he was in the most recent Suicide Squad. He's doing all these comedies. So he's really trying to be funny. Yeah, it works. Um, I mean, I just yeah, saw him in this right. movie called Vacation Friends. It worked. He was actually it's, funny. In it's it. working for him for sure. I mean, but it's you know, it, it, I, I think he'll always be chasing the rock. Yes. It's, yeah. No but, doubt. No doubt. All right. So, what do you got for the next one? So, are we on number five? I, I guess this is coming. I have you know, of course, all these honorable mentions, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I think this is our last of the five. And again, more, we're not going in any rank here. This is just your fifth one that you that you looked into. It's more the people that we want to 
that we want to put time into. Um, so when I was first thinking of these, uh, I, again, Gam- Childish Gambino, Amy Poehler, Jamie Foxx, I feel like were my top three. The rest were kind of interchangeable. And I'm going to go with Aziz Ansari. Yeah, no, he, he came up in my list. Um, yep. Aziz has not only acted, uh, he has probably his most prominent is his stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has done... He's a writer-director. He does the show Master of None, which is... If you haven't seen Master of None, uh, it's on Netflix. It's got three seasons. I'm actually... I'm, I'm working on the third season. Uh, but the first two seasons... It, it's brilliant. And it, it, it's not just comedy. It, there's heart and there's there's philosophy and there is... Um, relationships. There's stuff. relationships, but there's art. There's... Uh, you know, the, the way that everything is shot is really... It's just a really unique show, and I and I think that almost his show Master of None gets its own nod outside of being a comedic actor. Yeah, like, I, I, you know what's in there too that the when I I never thought about it when I was watching it. It was only after I was watching, and I only saw the first two seasons too. But he like seamlessly brings diversity into it, where you're not thinking like, oh, this is the token black person, this is the token. He has all that the gay person. This is the to- token, the, you know, thespian, like whatever. He has all those aspects, but it's not like, oh, I'm clearly watching. They had to bring this guy in for diversity. He incorporates diversity better than I've seen seamlessly in in any other type of show. Yeah. No, I, there are, it's certainly their deliberate uh, points that they're trying yeah. to make in the he, show. He for tackles, sure. he tackles in, uh, interracial relationships. So much stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, but it, when you're looking at it, like, and he's even talking at that, at, like at those points, you're not, you're not rolling your eyes at this. Like this isn't some group of thinkers. It's him. It's just him and his mm-hmm. views on it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a think tank that we're like, okay, this is what America projects as, you know, this is his projection. And I don't think that it's, in, too in your face, but still prevalent in in his in Master of None. Yeah, and I think so. He touches on a lot of philosophical points of a, a new age philosophy. So being, you know, being a, a person of our age and, and dealing with a lot of different things and mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of different influences. But I think that is what you know. And I thought about a lot of stand up comics. You know, I always want to talk about Dave Chappelle. I always want to talk about all these guys. And I think. So an aspect of, of comedy is is philosophy, and and a lot of these guys who are comics right now are kind of the like Dave or Aziz. Uh, some of these guys can be um, the voices of a time, or to be the ones to articulate what the 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 juxts that our country is going through, or being able to put say the things that not other people can say. So. That's almost in itself like a, 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 a an ability. Like yeah, no, I think that they also they have for whatever reason a comedian has the green light to not get can- to say something and not get canceled, right? Like they can touch usually, on, usually. Yeah, yeah. Unless Dave's, you're Michael Michael Richards, well, Dave, prove this wrong. Oh, <laughs> right. And Dave Dave Chappelle's flirting with the line right now, which I, I no, we're not going to get into that. But I I don't think he's flirting with it as much as they make it seem out. As much as the media may seem make it seem to be, but anyways, uh, I think that's what a comic is supposed to do: is push the line. Not forward always. I think to, in modern day, oftentimes they are modern yeah. day. Yeah, like I think even ten years ago, they could say something and weren't worried about being canceled. But it's also a matter of philosophy. Is was what I was saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of you know observing the the uh, dissonance, the co- you know the 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 things that are just kind of goofy in society or that, you know, may not get said straight up. But I, <clears throat> going back to Aziz, I think his ability to uh, narrate our, our, a lot of the modern problems people our age or in our generation mm-hmm. deal with, I think is, again, is, is a, is a skill set outside of comedy or that's as a writer. So as, as a writer, I think mm-hmm. he has a, a real talent for, um, again, being able to articulate the, uh, an experience of a young person in, in modern times. So. No, I think that's where comedy stems for is just understanding how people think and then making fun of making fun of those things, relating to someone, and then and then just saying a punchline that everyone, like you were saying, that everyone's thinking but no one dares to say. So it's some of it's the shock and some of it's the realization of the truth. Anyways, uh, and last I, uh, last thing on Aziz, he also faced some accusations of uh, sexual misconduct or whatever 
and handled them. It found out. It eventually came around that he that the it was he didn't abuse anybody or anything. It was like this basic thing that happens in sexuality. But it, but it anyways. <laughs> it, what did he forget the the. He was. Te- Did he forget the password? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. So who's last on your list? All right. So uh, last on my list, and again, these guys jumped from first all the way down to fifth when I was coming up with this, um, was uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. So I think that they're multifaceted. They're trip- they have three. They're triple threats. Obviously, the thing that they'll always be known for is the South Park producing animating doing the voice voiceovers of you know just just one of the most genius shows animated shows of all time um and then they proved that they could act in base basketball they also wrote for basketball and acted in it and they weren't you know it's it's a dumb movie but they they belonged in there they to to cast anyone else other than themselves i can't see anyone else doing those roles other than Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and then even more recently, they they dipped their hands in the in Broadway at the with the Book of Mormon. Good call, good call. So th- I think that even though they've only I for as far as I know only have that one movie, Basketball. I think it's iconic enough where we can give them acting credits. They used to always do like that acting stuff on the South Park uh, DVD set where like they'd have like the banter between themselves and it was kind of goofy. It's kind of like Terrence and Philip brought to life with a little less farts, but yeah. same same know. same I, tone. I, I'm almost like I, I all right. I see what you're saying. Okay, it's it's Broadway, it's it's cinema, and it's what TV. Yeah, and then you know whatever Captain America or whatever. Team America, you want to put in as I don't well. Know, but those are, they're all kind of the same thing because it's all, so like South Park, you know, there's big musical numbers, there's comedy. Um, and I guess the only thing that's different with Book of Mormon is that it's live. I, I, so it's just it's, all it's, kind it's, of the same well, thing. You know what point, I mean? You know, well, it's to your point with Amy, Amy Poehler. You can write something for well, TV. It's the same talent, but in different settings. But you can write a script for TV with that you have the the you know the abilities to do with animation that might not translate to the stage whereas book of mormon translated to the stage and it was a big hit yeah but in terms of the talent it's it's writing it's music it's it's kind of one presentation you know what i'm saying like it's it's not like three separate talents it's one talent being portrayed through through three separate mediums okay so i mean how is that different than childish gambino no no than amy poehler than amy poehler Because I guess it's because they're writing. They're, yeah, it's the same talent, but the fact that they're writing it for for. No, I agree. No, all right. So the Broadway and I think stage and screen absolutely two separate. I don't things. think Matt Gorig could do a Broadway play. I guess I'm I'm more arguing between or debating between whether like TV and 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 uh, movies are really all that different. So like Team America. And South Park is okay. it really all that, di- or basketballs in South Park is it really all that different? Yes, because they have to actually be in front of the camera on basketball. So they're acting. Okay. They are acting. They're okay. not just voiceovering. They're okay. acting. Okay, all right. It's I mean it's loud. It's you know or all out. It's, <laughs> it's good. I just like to play devil's no, advocate no. for you. That's what we do here on this pod, dog. So I, you can question it, but I think I, I think it's I think if we put this as a poll, I think people would with those three those three attributes of their career they're succeeding in all three and it's i think all three are legitimate all right so we're on to the part now where those are those are all our five those are our ten um again i had in no specific order i had uh p diddy i had jared leto jennifer lopez rock and cena and uh trey parker matt stone and dog year five were childish gambino uh Jamie Foxx, Amy Poehler, Aziz Ansari, and Lady Gaga. Not not in that order. So. Pretty powerhouse ten some right there. The the ten that we came up with. What's diversity? I clearly had trouble staying away from comics. Like I feel like comedians and, and musicians have a tendency to dabble in 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 different stuff. You yeah. know, like, and they also musicians really look over to 
TV and actors and think, wow, that's pretty cool what they're doing over there. And the same thing, actors look over at musicians like, oh wow, I wish I, I, I think I could do that too. Yeah, because like, it's a very it's a similar skill, but not necessarily translatable. So like, there's a lot of uh, actors that try to be musicians, like mm-hmm. Bruce Willis or uh, uh, you know Gary Sedise or Jack Black. Jack Black pulls it off. Okay, Jack Black pulls it off. I mean, because there's like, uh, there's an element of comedy too, but you know, he's not like a, I don't, I don't know. Man. No, but there, I get you. Russell Crowe. There's a, di- right, there's a, exactly. there's a difference. There's people they, who, who they're, they're always looking at each other and think, I, I'm pretty sure I can do that. And then they get, and something doesn't translate. Right. So I think with Russell Crowe, if he started out as a rock cons- rock artist, he wouldn't be as successful if he didn't already have the platform of his acting career to, to booster that. Yeah. His star is what's selling the band, not the talent. Right. Whereas I think J-Lo could have popped into any one of those three avenues that she chose and have been a star in it right away. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what you mean by that. That's true. Um, all right. So a couple of uh, triple threat, almost kind of to the to your point, Jared Leto, they're not quite there yet, but they I think they will be one day. Um, as an honorable mention, I have, I have LeBron James. LeBron James, especially now since he's done Space Jam, not saying it was a success, but now he's in the actor role. He was also in Trainwreck, if you remember. Remember he was... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bill Hader's, like, that was bad. Was thinking back to that, can you imagine, Stupid. like, LeBron being, like, Bill Hader's what, no. wingman? It's so dumb. <laughs> like, what poor casting. Like, I don't know. I thought... It, I think looking back, it's even funnier now because of LeBron James is just completely dwarfed. I'm just not a LeBron fan. Like, Same. I just, Neither am I with Jennifer Lopez, but... It's you have to you have to see what he's doing. He's now a huge movie producer now too. He started a, a business where I would say maybe a third of the movies that I've been to in the last or that I've watched in the last like six months have had the Braun Entertainment Weird. label on it. So he's he's definitely putting his money. He's an owner. I guess this all goes part of business, but he's part owner. Yeah, of, entrepreneurship is like one skill sure but i don't i don't think that's what we're talking about here okay so then i have him obviously as one of the best athletes ever to walk the face of the earth yep that's entertainment yep okay and then his acting in space jam in okay. train rick i'm not saying it's good that's why he's an honorable mention and then just his his movie company like i think he's production, legit production. yeah he's gotten a couple of avenues on on hbo to do the the bronze series He's done, I think he's done, he did the barbershop. He does the show. That's that's the name of the... the mm-hmm. uh, uh, Interview conversation series. Yeah. Yes. And I, I just think, I don't love him, but I think that he's in the same, in this breath, in the honorable mention breath for Triple Threat. It's fair. I feel like they're, they're just treating him, he treats himself like a product, so he's just trying to diversify that product as much as possible, whether it's good or not. Like we're, at the beginning of this, we said artists, and... Is he an artist as a basketball player? I kind of believe that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He's he's an artist. But um, as an actor, man, that's tough. That's a tough sell. Um, uh, going on to honorable... <laughs> going on, because I don't even want to entertain LeBron as like an actor anymore. Because, God, he sucks in everything he does. But I, I'm also just not a fan. I don't, I want, I don't want to see the guy. So the, LeBron's, biggest, LeBron's biggest thing is he... He's trying his hardest to get out of Mark Michael J- Michael Jordan's shadow. He's trying to be the greatest ever, but then he keeps doing. It's like the P Diddy thing. He's the second to do it. I wish he did a movie starring himself that was more like Eight Mile, where he comes out of Akron and becomes the basketball player that he is today. And like it's a part fictional, part not. Instead, he goes and does Space Jam Two, and it's just like this is never going to be as good as Jordan. And that kind of spills over into the basketball court. The guy's been a sellout since day one too. He's just always been all about the money. And he's been an opportunist. I don't know if he, I don't know if sellout's the right word. Yeah. I, uh, an opportunist. He just, he's sure. just not as cool as Jordan. He never will be, and he's trying so hard to be, and and that's why he'll never be as cool as Jordan. Mm-hmm. As good as he is as a basketball player. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I guess you could you could argue it, but. Is it worth talking about? I mean, I guess I guess it's in the same breath. That, well, it's why why diversify so you can stay more relevant and so you can stay relevant in different. I think he just sees himself. He has an opportunity that not many humans walking this earth have. Yeah, 
And so he's, he he's just taking. Yeah, he can do whatever Kobe he wants, would, I guess. Be, rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe was starting to do that, too, before he died. He, he won an Oscar for, for a docuseries that, he, that mm-hmm. he had. He was never in an... I don't think he was ever in an acting role. But obviously, just, you know, he's in that same breath of, of a basketball talent and artist. Um, so anyways... I know you don't want to talk about LeBron anymore. No, that, that's What's fair. It? I think, you know, we definitely missed out on bringing um, uh, athletes into it because athletes tend to dabble in a bunch of different stuff as well. I have Shaq here listed yeah, as Shaq, well. Yeah, Shaq would have been. Um, yeah. But for me, honorable mentions, which I didn't bring up because um, it didn't fit in my list. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think, is a wicked hard worker. She is with big little eyes. Um, uh she and wild she is you know she writes she uh, has her own production company um she acts uh she's also an author um but is is also a, an influencer is she yeah so that's sort of thing did she ever actually write a book or does she she i know she has like kind of like an unofficial book club where exactly. she rec- recommends exactly. stuff I th- so, so that's more of like an oprah thing than uh so this is why i also wasn't on my list because i can't speak to her uh, what she's doing as much, but I just know I feel like she's all over the place and is doing stuff outside of the acting. Like, you know, we all knew her as a an actress um, uh, growing up. You know, le- what Legally Blonde, Sweet Home Alabama, mm. those those ones. Actress first for sure. Yeah, but but now that she's uh, like Big Little Lies, like taking these different roles, but also um, this production company she has, I believe it's called Happy Something. I looked it up beforehand. Um, it's uh happy madison <laughs> no. uh but anyways she i feel like she is really uh, diversifying who she is as an artist and and going outside of the- yeah she's taking on different roles from an acting standpoint that's for sure like she's no longer the cute american you know teenage sweetheart she's now like the over-involved soccer mom so like that role i think we've talked about that in in other in another podcast but yeah she definitely has other things she's She's using her platform to become that, to to become that, uh, you know, influencer, like you said. Right. So I think that this influencer is like a whole new thing, but it falls under what we're talking okay. about here. It is mainstream, public, popular artist. Yeah, but I mean, what what actor, what major actor isn't an influencer now? But the way that she does it is, there's an art to it. Okay. There, there's certainly she's almost like her influencing. Stuff is almost like a directing role in itself. She's the director. She's the artist. She's the networker. She does everything. That's why I think this influencer role is an interesting one to break apart. I think it's a good honorable mention. Uh, by the way, the name of her um, uh, production company is Hello Sunshine. Okay. So, uh, happy sunshine. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, she and uh, then I, thinking along the lines of uh, philanthropy, I was going to mention Ashton Kutcher, actually. Because uh, his primary job right now is, um, uh, he owns a private company that uh, hunts down and breaks up sex trafficking rings, and is <clears throat> he, he? This guy is doing so much outside of the world of acting. He took this is a person who took his star and did something really good. Like I, I, the shit he's doing acting, like the ranch or whatever. Now is garbage. Like so he's a so he's an actor. He's a writer. He producer uh, punked this huge oh, yeah. show but now this but, but now that he's f- almost solely focusing on punked. his his efforts to combat sex trafficking and help people who've been a, you know suffered abuse and horrible stuff i think that is really impressive someone who does all that stuff and then uses it for good so anyways that's why i wanted to mention him as well yep that's I think that that's so a good one, and really I never and I never knew about that. So yeah, no, probably he, why you have him on honorable mention because it's not as well known. But we'll we'll give him a shout out. It's in the mainstream. Like yeah. he was speaking to Congress recently, and like he uh, he does a lot of good. Um, and again, it's because there's so so little infrastructure to break up sex trafficking rings. This public private company that he's working on is doing a lot, a lot of good. So. Um, quickly just wanted to touch on Shaq real quick. I mentioned him in passing after we did LeBron, but Shaq, Shaq obviously was one of the most dominant centers of all time. He was Shaq Fu was his rap album. And then he was in Kazam. He was an actor. Eh, very debatable whether those last two are any good, but he did it oh, and, no, absolutely. and had a career in it well, for who, sure. What was that other basketball movie where they 
they pay him oh to... blue chips yes blue, blue chips. chips oh yeah he was yeah. great in blue chips but he was just kind of like this well now bayou a... bruiser that was but he's very much a, a tv personality though. yes and so. now he does the nba um pre-game show with charles barkley and, and he's on every commercial he can Kenny get his hands on whether it's the, the general gen- right or, like so that's the business that's the entrepreneurship of it like doing commercials just comes with being but doing commercials just comes with being famous nowadays like that just that's everyone does but that. people like Shaq not because of his like LeBron it's because he's an athlete Shaq is an entertaining personality absolutely so absolutely. I think that's a different that's one of his things that makes him a triple threat yeah so maybe over LeBron right now but he's a little bit further down in his career so he's had time to establish all that stuff um and then I think we have to say Beyonce too. Yeah, we're an hour in. Chris Crystal would be very upset with us. We have to, and Laura, and Laura. Laura both both would be obviously singer, obviously actor, dancer. Um, you know, Destiny's Child, entrepreneur. Yeah. She, and then she's got a clothing line. Apparently, Crystal was schooling us on this morning. I couldn't yeah. tell you what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she has a fragrance. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, definitely a triple threat mm-hmm. uh, in, in that I mean, regard. I had mentioned Madonna earlier on. Uh, yeah. Madonna's acting, singing, and what else? Just like influencer? Was she an influencer before yeah, influencers? I guess, I guess that's a good uh, acting, singing. Uh, I wonder if she's written anything. Anyways. Uh, but this, we got to wrap it up. Uh, coming up on an hour here. so Or we got an hour. So. Yeah, no, I think that that's pretty much all on my list. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, as we said at the beginning, that we missed more than more than a share of obvious selections. We're going to go have this conversation with our family who's upstairs and see just to see what I missed. And, Dog, hopefully you can set up something on, on social media to see uh, other people who, you know, are, are iconic triple threats. Yeah, and we'll see. It, tell me, guys, see if you uh, agree with me about Jared Leto, too. I think <laughs> Phil just wanted to talk about Leto. First. You had to get one more shot in before we Well, left. you just wanted to talk about it. All right. All right. Well, dog, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Uh, thanks for listening. Set me up to zone out, pushing paper, slamming the stapler.